Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 6. Verse 10 goes on, he looked around at them all and he said to them, stretch out your hand. And he did, and his hand was restored as sound as the other. But they were filled with rage and talked with one another about what they might do to Jesus. Although they could not dispute his defense nor his logic, their anger was still not subdued. For Jesus, and not to be denied, he healed the man as he had come to do. Now, common sense would tell you that to see such a thing, well, it would bring us literally to our knees in awe and in submission. But that is not what happened here. In fact, the opposite happened. These people that were there, they were filled with rage and they began to plot to get rid of Christ. What a perfect picture of the stubborn and hard hearts of men. Such a picture should affect our view of engaging the unbelieving world. And that is that we need to know, we need to learn that we will not amaze them into following Christ. We will not break them with logic. We will not humble them with the supernatural. The fact remains, unless a man accepts his lost and hopeless state, he will not be convinced that he needs anyone, let alone a savior. Verse 12 says, In those days he went out to the mountain to pray, and they continued all night in prayer to God. When it was day, he called his disciples, and from them he chose twelve, whom he also named apostles. Now I want you to notice that Jesus um, did something very important here before making such crucial appointments. He prayed diligently, and he waited upon the Father. No less faithfulness should precede appointments made by any local church. After all, extreme care and seeking the will of God must occur before any such laying on of hands. It says Jesus prayed all night seeking the will of the Father, and then he chose twelve. Who knows how many disciples there were at that time, but out of all of them he chose just twelve. Twelve men who would learn and grow and serve make mistakes, repent and grow some more, and ultimately change the world. Why not more? Why not as many as he could gather? Because throwing sheer numbers at the world like a vast army was not needed. The only thing needed was a few committed men. In fact, John Wesley said it best when he stated, quote, give me a hundred men who fear nothing but sin and desire nothing but God and I will shake the world. Verse 14, going on to list their names, says Simon, whom he also named Peter, Andrew, his brother James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas, the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who also became a traitor. So here it is, the short list for the army of Christ. And what a motley crew they were. 
uneducated Galilean fishermen, tax collectors, an assorted group of blue-collar tradesmen. Obviously, it was not their education that set them apart from the others. But then again, neither was it their social status, their charisma, or their economic standing. He chose these men because they could, and more importantly, they would, and do the job. They would leave their nets, leave their security, and would follow Jesus. You see, these were men Jesus could work with. These would be a group he could disciple. So side by side, he would pour his life into these men in that they might carry that life to the generations to come. Most of them were probably fairly young, in their 20s maybe, when they first began to follow Christ. They were young and they were zealous, teachable and able to endure change and hardship. But let us notice that Jesus also chose a traitor. Someone who would ultimately bring down the series of events culminating in the martyrdom of Jesus. Why would Jesus do such a thing? I mean, he obviously saw it coming and saw it no doubt from the beginning. We know that God was always quick to point out the wicked heart of men. He knew something that many would argue today, and that is that even if one is to walk with Christ, see the miraculous, and witness firsthand his deity, unless that individual is willing to humble and humbly seek another life, he will eventually turn away in order to pursue the flesh. It's only a matter of time. Verse 17 says, He came down with them, and he stood on a level place with a crowd of his disciples and a great number of the people from all of Judea and Jerusalem and the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear him, and he healed them of their diseases, as well as those who were troubled by unclean spirits, and they were being healed. All the multitude sought to touch him, for power came out of him and healed them all. Now we know Jesus had just chosen his twelve. But please notice that they arrived at their position, not by anything they did, rather by his sole sovereign design, by the supernatural choice of the Redeemer. I guess you could say these boys were born for this task, whether they understood that fully or not. The equipping would not come from Dallas Seminary or some pastoral ordination. It would come firstly from the hands-on, up-close, experiential relationship that they would have walking and serving with Jesus Christ. Secondly, and most importantly, it would come from the Holy Spirit that would fill, control, and empower them. This passage before us was not what we know of as a Sermon of the Mount, but rather many have called the Sermon on the Plain. However, it certainly was similar in nature and topic as Jesus no doubt spoke on various occasions concerning similar subjects. The crowds came, as they do today, seeking to touch him. For both then and now, those who do receive the power that he emanates are healed of the greatest sicknesses and ailments known to man. The greatest 
of these being the plague of sin. The word used here for power is the Greek word dunamis, where we get our word dynamite. This is the power that exists in the person of Jesus Christ. A gift to all who seek a different life, a life free of the guilt and the power of sin. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Music